so chaps, uh, we haven't enough mics and we've just about enough cans, but are we ready to go? We yes. are indeed. Yes. Right. Yep. So you're very welcome to episode 39 of Higher Fidelity, the Valentine's special, and I'm here in a circle jerk of genius with Emily Seven. So on the pod tonight, we have Cocker Spaniel, Daniel. Yes. Snuggy Yogi. Checkmate. Scott the Tot. Well, like that. Marlo Brandon. Oh. oh. <laughs> and Snowden. You already have a nickname. Uh, yeah. Do you want to tell me where Snowden came from, actually? Because uh, I look like Edward Snowden. Ah, fuck what you look like, okay, that's not where you've been hiding out at all, no, I just, I just look like The backstory like behind it, like, how yeah. you got it? <laughs> well, what was the question? So, you blew, you blew, the, you blew the whistle on a rake of lads and got in trouble? Yeah, and I'm, I'm off hiding in Dublin now. Okay. <laughs> how did Oogie come about? Basically, I knew Daniel through Callum, I used to do gigs with no, Callum. <laughs> yeah, I did. Where'd the name come from? Where'd the name? No, the nickname, Oogie. Ogie. Oh, because my full name's Ognis, but everybody oh. just called me that since I was a little kid, and it just stuck after a while, and now nobody calls me Ognis. You're lucky to come with a surname that, like, was easily nicknameable. Like, even, like, Clarko, like, that can work with a crack. Like, you can't, no one's ever going to call me, like, Hanny or Oha. It's just not going to happen. So, we're here at the Valentine's special, here with the lads uh, in the rehearsal space. Uh, we're not going to say where or what time, uh, but... <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about uh, the history uh, we have going back. It's going back about two years now. And I believe the first time uh, Emily Seven and myself crossed paths was at the top of the Irish singles charts. It was. Do you remember this? It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we'd put out that single, High Fidelity. What was the track you had out at the time? Uh, somebody. 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 Great yeah. track. And we had High Fidelity out. And I remember there was a bit of, bit of crack online happening between yourself. Being like, oh, who's going to be first on number one always? But I believe there was like an hour where one was number one. And we went, then the next hour would change again. The Apple refresh rate was very kind to all of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, know, you know what? I, I, I will say it wasn't us who started to crack online. I believe it was yourselves. I did. I did go out of my way to be like fuck these lads if they get on top of us. You did. Yeah. You did. Fair play for stepping up to the plate and then losing to be fair. We did. No, no, no hang, on, hang on. We did win. How did you win? We win. We got number one before us. Or oh, did you go before us? Did you? We fucking no. Hang on. We we got. I threw in the first dig and I came out the worst today. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this, fuck. this is what happened. No, this is you. You have a totally different concept of this, right? No, so we had released this. Okay. Yeah, and it, no one else had kind of really released that, and then I was like, "What the fuck are these anarchists?" <laughs> and then I was like, "All right, bro." Man, actually, you you kind of knew people yeah before that we met we met one night I thought we met after this though because remember we both I bumped into you and you were like oh we were we were no, oh, I'm Emily Seven no, it was before this actually yeah sorry yeah yeah no I remember this because you met people yeah before. I met people and I was like trying to hype up being like god look we have this new fucking tune coming out I thought because in my head I thought the story was I remember because like, I was going to say that I met you first and afterwards because like a, a day or two after the track went number one we were I was in town walking by the international somewhere and you were like oh we, thought, yeah, were you, we, we, we met again then because I met you there and you were kind of like oh hey we, I was I mean I'm in seven I was like oh fuck we were met we were like oh at the top of the charts haha gas cool and then bumped into you again another time I thought that's when we met first was before this was after the singles came out I, I remember exactly what happened great no right I got someone genuine <laughs> right now right you and you had been getting chased into Stephen's Green. Chased or something. Oh, yeah, we nearly got fucking sorry. arrested in Marion Square. That, I oh, remember Marion that. Square. that was a fucking yeah. crazy, man. Dude. How did that even come? Yeah, no, I you know, yeah, I was walking to Temple Bar and you come up and we're like, oh, fucking whatever. And I can't remember who, how I was hanging out with. I ended up going to 
Marion Square and then we were popping the gate next thing you heard of a shout of like oh fucking the Rogers are here the filter on us and we just yeah. fucking went sprinting through Marion Square I hid in a bush for a while till the coast was clear and then well my coast wasn't clear at all like I was fucked like but yeah <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about that that's why yeah because I got caught I got caught by the guard I was like the last one getting over and I remember I could kind of hear your voice through the bushes in the darkness <laughs> and I was like fuck man I, I wasn't in the darkness I was in the tribes it's <laughs> <laughs> actually like fuck man I'm going to get <laughs> nice but, uh, but then we did meet then afterwards and we're like oh cool uh, Emily yes. Seven you're the boys number one class as are we legends and then you just came away with us to the stole. I don't know how that came about how did that I come I don't have a oh, man I don't have a clue it was something no that was a bit that was a good bit after because like oh this was months after this was like September yeah, October time yeah because like, I remember like so you had met that night and then after we met outside the international one like you were with um, you were with Ben I think that, oh, that could well have been it. That yeah. was it, and I didn't really know you, but you and Daniel were talking, yeah. and and then it was kind of only I was like, oh, that's P from Zen Arcade, and then um, we had released a few months later. Like I think the the track was released in June, and I remember it was around my birthday weekend. But I do remember we did get the number one. We, okay. Liam, Liam Gallagher tweeted about it and then the streams went huge and then okay, fair. Well, we didn't just, need the tweet to have massive streams, so like that's who needed, who needed the help in hand. Uh, no, but that, that yeah, okay, well, there we go. And then so we ended up playing a show together in the stole, which is where he's appeared in the podcast for the first time because we were, I was recording a little thingy where I was like, I'm going to Emily Seven here, wait. And we just hear a load of you guys going, Yo, bloods, I wish I started. Hi there, just Pete here editing the episode at the moment. We're going to head back in time to the stole now and catch the lads uh, on their first appearance. <laughs> uh, so we're here as well in the room with Emily Seven, who recently beat us to the top of the Irish iTunes singles charts. Uh, very frustrated. <laughs> but, but, yeah, exactly, yeah. Give, give, a, give, give, give us a. <laughs> Give us a hello on the podcast, lad. Hello to the podcast. Master Crack. Master Crack. How are you? <laughs> Alright. <laughs> they're, mon- they're a very monosyllabic bunch, clearly. Now, there you go. That was Emily Seven's first appearance on the podcast. Now, back to uh, the future. Uh, fuck. No, back to now. Oh, no. my God. Was this after the gig as well? This is after the gig. So and the we, were, we were all fucking locked. We so what happened was, so we were playing a show in the Stolen Carry. We got the boys to come down with us, Mike the Pies, and it was that gig where we were playing on the rooftop. Yeah. I was like, grand, it was still locked in time. And we went, I went up onto the rooftop. Like, this would be cool playing on the rooftop. This would be a bit of crack. And then we saw a lad hoovering water off the roof with a fucking, like, kitchen hoover, which was like, this is a great start. <laughs> that actually was one of my favourite gigs. Really? I hated it. That venue has so much, like, that, that roof. That'd be class. That was the thing. It was kind of like, we were, we were the first group of people to play on the roof of Mike the Pius. Yeah. That was actually our first gig together as it was. a well. Yeah, it was our first gig. Because me and Coyle had been a two-piece. Yeah, I'd heard about this. That you used to, so, again, to go, to go back, it started with just yourself and Kyle first. Because yeah. I remember you had, like, a telly thing. When I first met you first, like, I'm going to be on the telly now in a bit for doing, it was like an RT or something. It was like yeah, indie bands my trip. Um, that's what it was we done my trip and it had been filmed before um, uh, Brandon or Daniel were in the band and it was like it was it was aired a good few months later because the lads had joined and we had like uh, like four gig together and all by time I had aired so it was like weird kind of timing mad but that was how I think that came about could have been but then so anyway, we were in Stole and I remember it was weird playing a show where I was like I can there's a skylight on the floor and I can see down into the pub below as we're playing on the roof and not a fucking sinner downstairs giving a shite but after the gig you used to come down it was your uncle brought you down in a, in a bus yeah and then afterwards you, the, the, before the gig you were giving yeah, it la- was that, yeah before the, <laughs> the before the gig you lads were giving it large being like oh we're gonna stay at the, we were staying we were staying at a house next door which was a woman who for four years was the cook for like fucking president clinton back in the 80s or 90s whatever the fuck he was president but it was like she was 
her name was Mary something in the house had a load of pictures of the times she was with different presidents being the house chef in the White House and then she ended up in fucking Listole but we were staying in her gaff and then apparently I thought you were staying down as well or you could stay as long as you wanted with the uncle or whatever in the in the bus whatever and uh, you were like yeah we're going to go out after loads of drinks we fucking great crack bang bang whatever then after the gig in the time it took us to play the show you had got in shite with the <laughs> with the uncle and you were like fuck we have to leave now I was like, <laughs> yeah fuck it. it wasn't even like oh we have to leave it was like we actually have to get the fuck like there was a panic to be like we have to go right now we're in so much shit and I was like oh fuck that's gonna be the lads for the night like but there was a bit of a, I had a little podcast thing I was doing little like gorilla stuff like walking around like oh we're at the gig tonight oh, deadly grand and I was like oh here come the Emily 7 lads and just a roar of like yup I wish all the boys all that deadly class <laughs> was all we could hear but uh, it was a good, that was a good, good be fun gig and then I had the pleasure of getting to see you play loads as well which was great and you were a great and, and, and at the time we were a great band and are still a great band now but Scott you also run um, the Is This It festival thing as well yeah yeah, yeah. you do which uh, you very graciously invited me down to the first night of uh, and then made me do the door for the whole night. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah, not to be fair. No, yeah, no offence there. Go on, you shout well, up. God, you're I, like, it's right, I can do it. I know, granted, I was happy to be put to work. It was great, Craig. I didn't, I didn't have to watch the shite bands. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the first one, that was my favourite one looking back. It was great. It was fucking was really fun. I think it was fresh and everyone was like, oh, cool, we're all going to go down to this brand new thing. Yeah. But it's still I'm, going now for Play Yeah, I'm doing, you know, I took a break because I was doing it in the Bolton Factory for mm. And like, the thing about them shows, it was very like, uh, it was it was very open and kind of like it's a big venue to fill. Oh, totally. Yeah, so yeah, yeah like, the stage is fucking mad. Like. It's mad and it's great doing like these high production gigs and like you know having a full setup like that. But I think the whole thing of like you know you could have two hundred people in the button factory and it it's like people it's kind of cold. People aren't like you know what I mean around. There's no kind of buzz. But yeah. after moving it to a different venue, it's upstairs in the, in the crowbar. Yeah, no, great. it's not even the crowbar. It's the upstairs in it. It's the when I saw you play the last yeah, time yeah yeah, yeah, yeah of course yeah, yeah. but I'm doing it there and I'm doing one each month and I have uh, like I'm, I have one date per month for the next like 12 months oh, and really? loads of them are booked up but there's some class ones as well so. savage uh, we also uh, I had a fun time I've mentioned the podcast before playing with Leah Carey for a while myself and yourself and Brandon did a few shows together with Leah which is a bit of crack we did one in Ballier yeah. which is where you're from you're neck of the woods <laughs> you brought us to the Manhattan afterwards for points as well was it the Manhattan the Manhattan, yeah. Wasn't it? Lo- lovely cheap point, though. Yeah. I have to say, that was my, what was that, 380 a point? Yeah, they were paying you to take them, it was great. <laughs> but uh, I remember that was the night as well, Daniel, where we headed home on the bus. Oh, and I found, yeah. a pa- I found a pair of goggles up the back, it was like <laughs> deadly. And then as we were leaving, <clears throat> just saw like a full litre of blood underneath one of the seats. And then blood step, like footsteps in blood all the way down the steps. And then out the front, we said to the bus driver, yeah, there's someone like, bleeding like fuck on the bus. And he was like, yeah, someone got off looking really weird. Like, I hope they're okay. So it was just... Was one yeah, bus just kept going. Like, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. the Bally Farmer experience for you. Yeah, this was the 40 yeah, as well. Yeah, can't, can't be late. Yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I still have those goggles hanging up in my bedroom and I also still have the body as well. <laughs> but no, we have a lot of crack with that kind of stuff. And um, Callum, can you call the police? <laughs> We also had a bit of a rare night where it was Kyle's last gig with you lads. Sporting Scally gig. Sporting Scally in Upstairs and Workman and Cellar. Now, the night starting with the Scally gig was a bit mad because he came on stage with a load of syringes full of whiskey shots and dildos that dildos, he yeah. liberally threatened the crowd, <laughs> which Becky went to great lengths to like shove down my throat at a random moment, which was nice. It was nice to get deep throated by like a thunder fist. Uh, always a nice way for a gig to go. But the night started with that, and then we all ended up going through a gas afters uh, for a bit. Uh, do you remember down near, just off Parnell Street, uh, we were there for maybe half an hour and we all got there kicked was out. 
Dorset Street. <coughs> Dorset Street, yeah. We, the, we, uh, we, sat, we came in, I remember myself and Becky and Lara, a friend of ours, came in and we were like, we found a sitting room. We're like, oh, we're just going to sit down here for a second because we're old and tired. Let's just sit down for a second. And next thing, I heard a roar of, get the fuck out of my house. We all had to fucking get out. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, that was hectic. And then so that, that night started with that. We had myself and it was a gang of myself and Becky and Joe and a friend of ours, Gemma Cox, who'd been on the show before. Uh, and Ben Mulligan uh, all decided then to go to Marion Square and sit there for the entire night till the morning came through. And I ended up in a hoop, actually in a basketball hoop. Oh. I was in a hoop, <laughs> in a hoop hoop. Um, and then at the mo- in the morning we decided, right, well, the best course of action is definitely to go home. But we said, you know what, actually, we'll go to the beach. And we want, myself and Joe wanted to get a football to go to the beach with. And then we're like, we can't get a football, we'll just get a head of lettuce. Now, none of the head, like all our heads were fucked by the time we got to the beach, as was the head of lettuce, because we just booted <laughs> that around the water for a while. And then... Oh God, ended the night ended the day ended the night at fucking three o'clock at the beach I think it was Port Marnock Beach or something like that and we're getting back into town and myself and Joe were like I oh, will have one more to just finish off the night like finish off the day like while we're at it whatever cut to us in the Gresham trying to get served and wouldn't get served because they were like lads you just have sand on your face <laughs> <laughs> at four o'clock in the Gresham of a Sunday but yeah that was a bit of crack as well couldn't go wrong with that and then only recently uh, I saw you play upstairs in Crowbar which was great. We show it was the first time I saw you as the four, no, I saw you as the four piece at once to watch. Oh yeah, really? that was a great show. Oh, yeah, that, really that was, good. That was very good, crack. But then I saw you downstairs in the crowbar, but a crack. And then uh, we happened to see uh, the Ballroom Chancer debut show. So only like last week. Yeah, that I was in for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was standing at the front. I remember there was a lovely moment you gave me, Dan, where uh, I was standing at the front of the crowd waiting for the show to start, and then Daniel comes by with his pedal board and goes, "Sorry, boot," and he walked in front <laughs> of me, and then I was like. Daniel and he went oh my god Peter I'm so sorry <laughs> I, didn't mean to do, I didn't mean to say that to you sorry very funny but so now okay come here to me you're part of a gang of lads now, I should, we should mention as well that also you're very close friends with Callum Wall and Daniel Bryson who, who, who was the ballroom transfer he show he was the ballroom transfer he was the ballroom transfer and you were a bunch of ballroom transfers on the bloody stage uh, you're all part of this massive crew where there's about 8 million bands split amongst 6 different people which is fucking gas so do you want to talk me through all the different outfits you're in between Callum Wall and would you give a shout to Callum, Benji Daniel and Molly and all that kind of crap. I'm missing anybody. No, from Callum's lineup. Uh, so there's Callum, Callum's band. <coughs> don't want, don't want to. I'm in. Yeah. Molly's, Bug, mm. and Bottom Chancer. Yeah, there's four and only four four bands. bands. Yeah. Oh, Between like sake. eight people, I think. She count that on one hand. <laughs> no, Molly is that. Say Molly. I said Molly, yeah. But uh, yeah, so there's a rake of heads going on, uh, which is great crack, and it's been nice to be around and see the different shows you all played together and can't keep track of. I don't even know how you just keep track of whose songs are whose when you're like all in rehearsal all the time for these different outfits. Like, how do you balance that? It's, man, it's in all fairness, like, I caught this. It's so stressful when I'm like fucking about being like trying to remember, like, being in the room, like, and just like fucking about being like, oh, what pedal was sound class with this? Yeah. And then like having to do it, it's like, oh, fuck, man. You come back like two weeks later to rehearse, and it's just like, I actually don't remember what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Especially with like with like like Benji Bug. Like the stuff I play for him is all like mad loops and just fuck uh, like ambient reverse shit. Yeah. It's like fuck how, how do you do that twice? No, from yeah. like, well, what I've heard it also I haven't actually got the chance to see Bug yet, which is a bit bit, bit sad, but I will at some point. And Brando, yourself. An unbelievable guitarist. You started as bass and I had I had you in my head as a bass player for so long and then seeing you play guitar was fucking mental. You kept that you kept no, that no, quiet. A couple of licks. <laughs> yeah, not a couple of leaks, yeah. Uh, I don't know, I just got, I just got to let people just let me do what I want. Like, that's a <laughs> <laughs> how did you, so how did yourself, so when Kyle and Scott were doing their own thing, how did you just come to be in the fold with them? Like, how did you meet? How did that all come about? Uh, well, I met Scott, uh, we were in BCFE together, and 
or went down. I think I was rehearsing with another band or something like that. You have to speak into the mic there. Oh, so, yeah, no, that's how they work. But I went down to a rehearsal room then and we just ended up jamming for a bit. And then soon after, he asked me to be in Emily 7 then. Uh, Unreal. And then uh, I, think, I think I actually ended up in uh, Liz Band before that. I think I did one, one or two rehearsals. You did? Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, th- I think the first first night I met Coil, uh, this is before I was asking me seven. I think I went on a random night out or something like that, and I ended up staying in some fucking hotel up in Tallinn. Yeah. And that was a bit of crack as well. I met Coil that night. A few of the rehearsals in the what was the Bally Farmer place we were or the Chapel Lizard place we were rehearsing in? Yeah. It was What's it called? I think it was having a name. Okay. Not not that I know. But we had a few fun rehearsals in there. But like, whenever time I hear the name Chapel Lizard, I just keep going to say Chapelizard, which <laughs> just sounds like a Pokemon <laughs> to me. Like. Exactly, yeah. But uh, we'd run rehearsal late. I think it was very telling of the place that we were in was uh, we were walking around to the, the room to go into rehearse and I found there was someone had like fashioned a coat hanger perfectly into the shape of a penis. Oh yeah, that's it. You <laughs> got lost down the back of it, yeah. And yeah, we found you and next one came across this fucking dick coat hanger. That, that, <laughs> that was random. It's still hanging in my bathroom <laughs> room as well now. Uh, I like to pick up trinkets as we go. But uh, yeah, that's a nice little history there of the little time time spent together. And that's only over been in the last like 18 months which is gas to me as well so what about yourself how did you get caught up with these bunch of lads Scott you, you and Scott went to school together you were his bully in school he was telling me do you remember how you first met no it's always funny when people are like oh I was 6 and you gave me a thump and the next thing I know you for the rest of my life no I don't remember <laughs> the relationship means a lot to you clearly <laughs> no like genuinely like he lives like across the road but in a different estate if that makes sense. Mm. And we were like always in school together and the skill we were in, like it was kind of like there was three kind of skills in the area mm. and we like lived close to one but unusually we both went to another one. Like it, it, one was in Forgerstown. We lived in Forgerstown but like we went to the one in Jobstown. And Is Jobstown pronounced Jobstown? Yeah. I thought it was fucking Jobstown. Lads, I haven't a clue with English language. I don't it's know how fucking Jobstown. Jobstown sounds like. It's just so... Jobstown because you get on the Jobie. The jo- yeah. What's a Joby? Jo- the Joby is like um, it's like um, uh, what 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 did you call it? Fucking limbo, like kind of um, purgatory. Purgatory. That's the one. Yeah, it's like purgatory. Right. It's um, yeah, it's like oh, just the Instagram is just you can't. <laughs> I, I, I hate when an establishment has a shit Instagram. You're like, lads, you're doing yourselves a disservice here. No, it's Instagram, like they like. try to like it, it's kind of amped up. And I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm giving the place shit around, but like <laughs> the, like you go around. And it's like, like purgatory. We're not giving a shit, like, but it's the place in between <laughs> hell no, and earth. Like, no, because they post videos on the Instagram and it's like TikToks and all that they make. And it's like people dancing and all that would give me the absolute like the absolute pub ick. Yeah, do you know like. Going and wanting to get absolutely mangled, and then waking up the next morning and seeing you like twisted dancing in a pool. <laughs> like, yeah, maniac two thousand. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> been, like when like nightclubs would have like the the Wednesday workman's things. Where like I don't want to see fucking a hundred pictures of me off me chops in a fucking pub like at all. <laughs> but that reminds you as well. Again, like I said, I'm just bl- I'm not blowing Dublin. So like all the places have these different names. Even like I still have hassle with. I want to say it right, Delier Street. Every time I see him like Doylier. When the, when the bu- but even what I hate because like the bus does mislead you because sometimes the, bur- the the woman on the bus says Dorset Street that's not it's Dorset Street but then Delir like I have to question oh, all Dorset of them Dorset Street we- yeah, it's not Dorset Street that's what I would have said Dorset where are you I'm on Dorset Dorset. Street Dorset huh but Delir fucks me up Anger Street as well I'm going to like Ongier terrified can't do it true in fairness yeah 
Angestry. It's not Angestry. Like, yeah, it is, but like, I keep going, because yeah. it looks Angestry. like Angier. Angier. You know what I mean? Uh, cabin man I have problems. a loose grasp on the language, yeah. I can't afford to speak it properly. Cabin um, man problems. Right, anyway, that's enough of the catch-ups for now, because we're getting into dangerous territory. Yeah. Should we kick into some of the segments? Yes. Yes. Let's, right, go. let's ready to go. So, first one, uh, seeing it's your first time on the podcast, I'm going to let you introduce it. All you have to say is, this next segment is, and we're going to start with Sonic Seconds. So I'm going to let you introduce it, and we're going to have a little jingle that's going to play. Have you ever, li- oh, sorry, have you ever listened to an episode yeah, of this yet? Yeah, you have? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fun. So you know the basic framework. Yes. Savage. Give me your best RT Radio One, Daniel Clark, two FM, nine o'clock in the morning. I was about to Christopher Walk in it. Oh please! <laughs> <laughs> this next segment is Sonic Seconds. <laughs> So bad. <laughs> that was meant. That was meant to be somebody, was it? What? That was meant to be Christopher Walken. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very bad, Christopher Walken. In my brain, I was like, "Yes, fuck you, guys." <laughs> this is how he sounds. He just roars his fucking head off. Uh, this is Sonic Seconds. Where we pick two or three seconds from a track and just talk about why we think it's brilliant. Have you got one for us? A two-second segment. It's two or three seconds from. A- Sorry, I sent you these notes, Daniel. <laughs> Did you read? Really- <laughs> <laughs> literally said you know what the fuck. You didn't do the fucking homework, man. You have to. So it's two or three seconds from a track, like a guitar lick or like a vocal moment or a drum fill that you really, really like from a track. When you listen to the song, you're like, oh, this bit. When this hits, fucking yeah, here we go. Oh, fuck. And you can play it off your phone if you want to. I can normally play it off the phone and be reading into the mic. This, uh, I'm sure you were great in school, lads. We're having the fucking homework done. Oh, this is your career, so or- the night before the exam, now the day off, now writing on the arms. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, never, actually, the Ramones. Uh, never done an honest exam in my life. <laughs> this one instantly came into mind because it's probably going to fit this framework. There's a section. Who thinks he knows the framework and didn't fucking know five <laughs> seconds ago? It's a little, it's a little stumble. Um, the song Caviar by Gilliband. Oh, nice. There's a bit where it kicks in and it's just so fucking satisfying. It's. um. I don't know. It just tickles the brain. The lads make noises that I didn't think were possible. And, like, your man Dan Fox is the bass player in Gilliband. And he's produced some stuff that I've played on before. And he's such a quiet, docile, unassuming lad. You have no idea that he'd be the lad who makes these fucking mental noises with a rigmarker bass. Like, it's, it's mad. Man, it's fucking crazy. I was like, I was, I went seeing him in National Stadium. And I was mm. kind of like, I was like, on front of him. And it was just so fucking ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah, it's mad. Brilliant. Lovely lads. Really, really good. Uh, Ogie, have you got one? Yeah. Can't wait. This is the best one, is it? Yeah. Also, it is indeed. It's a, nice, it's a nice space, like from a classic. Unreal. <laughs> Myself and Ogie actually had a lovely moment uh, upstairs from Workman's upstairs one time. We both realised we fucking adore John Entwistle. And oh, had a yeah. A lovely yeah, dissection yeah, yeah. of the technique. It was great, Greg. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet a fellow enter. So, yeah, the song is a Lemon Song by Led Zeppelin. Because I really like the bass groove and the, in the, I think it's, from 2 minutes 30 on the bass kind of plays with guitar for a while and then the bass is kind of like a solo lovely and um, yeah this is a nice little section from it which I think is just a g- sheer genius of a bass line fun fact as well John Paul Jones used to fish in Cavan oh yeah really he fished in Cavan that's where he got all the skills man reeling <laughs> them fish he was reeling them lines as well wishing in Cavan wishing in Cavan <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'll play those few seconds play those few seconds mm-hmm. now Yeah, the little run, the little run yeah, down yeah. there. It's like lovely. an octave flat, octave, octave sharp and seven, seventh, fifth, 
fourth, root, fourth, sharpton, third, third, uh, root, like Phil, I think that's the Phil. Forgot I was in a circle with a bunch of uh, music students as well. That means nothing to me, but it sounds fucking class. Oh, he studies engineering. Really? Oh, he doesn't even do music. He's just fucking engineering. I, I, I went to BIM for a year, but I didn't really like it that much. Mad. I just, thought it was, I, I just thought being taught music in school was a bit silly. Because I feel like you just go out there and do it. I thought being taught in school in general was silly, which is why I dropped <laughs> yeah. it after junior. No, yeah, but that, even just, as soon as you were like, oh, it's a seventh and then a fifth, I was like, this man's studied bloody music. But like, there you go, that's fucking good. You know, I would just be like, <laughs> the riff is Oh, yeah, cool. music is still my main thing, though. I kind of just do it as a, I actually, oddly enough, I do that as the side thing, kind of. Your engineering degree is your side hustle. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> what engineering? Do you do? It's a mechanical, chemical, what do mechanical. you Mechanical. Oh, nice. Savage. They're the smart boys. I'm not what? sure if I'm going to continue doing it, though. It's kind of in question. Oh, really? Right, Scott. Have you got a sonic <coughs> second? Very good sonic second, though. We haven't had Led Zeppelin on in a while. What uh, have you got for us? Yeah, it's the end of this woman. It's It'll be the end of you if you don't hold that mic to your fucking gob. Yeah. Don't worry. Oh, Schmitz. It's the very end of this, and it's like... So it's like a very sort of like vocal thing. You can barely hear it. Just that little end section there already like. I never copped that. I didn't even hear it. Was there a vocal thing there? What? It's a tiny little like in the very back of the mix. Yeah. You can hear it. It's like a... Oh. But it's a... I thought that was like a guitar or something. Is it a voice? I, I think it's a voice. It could be, it could be like a, a synth or, or something, something. Yeah. Well, it could be noise. I, I, I heard about it. I didn't ever assume it was a voice thing. That's kind of cool. Yeah. No. So that's mine. But yeah, no, that's that album's class. Good as fuck. And yeah, kind of, that meat is murder, is it? Uh, uh, Queen's, Queen's Dead. Dead. Brilliant album. I was, was attending the crack where I was over in. I was going over to play a show with the number ones over in London, and we were doing a festival called Static Shock, and on the bus. Uh, on the bus, sorry, on the ferry, the water bus over to London. <laughs> we got we got on the bus, we got on the fucking bus, we got on the ferry. I took out the phone and I got a notification saying, "Oh, Queen Elizabeth's in hospital." And I was like, "Oh God, fucking there you go, big news, whatever." Phones went dead, obviously over the water. Got off in a uh, uh, Hollyhead in Wales and turned the phone back on, four G back and things like that. Fucking phone blown up with news that like she just died, and Mam sent me a text saying, "Oh my God, Queen Deaf Brown Bread." That's <laughs> <laughs> how I heard. And then we were trying to get from we'd been obviously drinking on the boat on the ferry, and then got on the train and we bought like a thing again. It's coming up. We bought like a slab again. It's coming off the ferry because it was duty free, and obviously I never pass a bargain. And uh, celebrates well. cabin man exactly. Yeah. So myself and Connor and Eddie from the number ones got on this fucking train, being like deadly right. We get stuck into these, and by the time we're done, we'd be in London. Didn't realize there was like a rail strike on. And uh, the train going directly from Hollyhead to London was actually going to stop off in like Chester and then Crewe and then go to London. So we had to change like, two different trains. So we got off the first train and been like, right, we're in sunny London. God, it's smaller than I thought. Oh, wait, it's fucking Chester. <laughs> what the fuck are we? And then we're like, Jesus Christ, we have to change train. And we were obviously bunched at this point. And we're like, fuck, right, okay, where are we going to go? And then all the digital readouts for all the platforms, all that kind of crack, just had pictures of the Queen. There was no platform info for the next trains or anything. We just just try and guess and ask people, are you going to London? Can we, like, hop on the train with you boys? It was a fucking mess. But, uh, yeah, that's my, my little Queen of Dead story. But a uh, good album, though. Very good album. Nice. Have you li- ever listened to Johnny Marr had a solo album a few years ago that had a track on it called Easy Money? Oh, yeah. That I fucking loved. It was on a Playland, I think it's called. That's what it was called. Yeah. Really good track. And I really, we were away on tour at the time and um, I had it in my head the whole time. I just kept singing it. Working for it all because that's money, money. Yeah. And 
it, it, it really rubbed Ross up the wrong way quite a lot. And I just kept because then once it started to annoy him, I started doing it more. And he's like, "If you keep singing that fucking Easy Money song, I'm gonna fucking lose the rag here. Like, just stop." Like, and then I go up to his bunk like late at night, where I'm be like, "Working for it all, cause that's money." <laughs> Horrible. I used to bully Ross. Just needless chaos. Just needless chaos. Exactly. That was it. Bran, what about you? What have we got? My Sonic second is uh, it's got that boy Lavi Schiffer. Really? Oh, fucking lovely. Dad loves Labby Sifri. That song, Walls of Jericho. Great track. Oh! <laughs> He's the real Slim Shady. No, I, mean. <laughs> I didn't know Labby was slim. No, I mean, He's slick with it. I like that bit, uh, just because it walks off that, like the whole way through the song, like right to the end. The whole song has that riff the whole way through as well. Uh, I think it starts at like two, two minutes in or something like that. I had no idea that that was a sample as well. Fucking mm. mad. Fair play for playing Labby Sifri as well. That's mad. It's the first <laughs> time he's ever been even said on the podcast. <laughs> but he, um, he had the track Dad loves that track Walls of Jericho which is a fucking great wee song when it's loading you up do you want to hit me with a Sonic Second do you have one to hand <laughs> have, a, have a look he said. you've gone through six people and I have a bloody look do you have a Sonic Second every podcast oh fuck I do sorry what am I talking about I skipped myself <laughs> so this comes from um, Tin Lizzy great wee band I don't know if you know um, but it's a live version of Rosalie right and it's the way he sings the line in the third verse, uh, I love. I think it's great. I have no idea what the line is, but the meter really nice. I think it starts with from Chattanooga to Booga Fugaloo, so you can hear her fine. I don't know what the line is, but just the, the amount of G's in it, I think, sounds really nice when I listen to it. You know what? The best thing, Phil, in it. Oh, this is class. Yeah. Just turned into a dedication episode to mm. Tin Lizzy. Lintizzy. Do you know where Tin Lizzy came from? Yeah. I actually don't. I actually do. So apparently uh, there was a strip in the Beano comic called Tin Lizzy, which is a like a, a strip about like a, a, a robot that was just a, a woman going around doing things and filling it was like, oh, cool. I'm gonna name. But I would never look at like I would never look like Dennis and Nasher and gone, oh yeah, band name, here we fucking go, lads. <laughs> but they put a H on it and called it Tin Lizzy. But you wanna know why they put the H on it? Why? Right, so Pick up your phone that's right when it's touching the leads, it makes them click. Oh yeah. That's all right. So essentially, um, they wanted to call it Tin Lizzy because it was spelled T-O-N, um, but they couldn't because of the character. So we said, right, Irish people don't pronounce the T-H in any way. So we'll just call it Thin Lizzy, yeah. and they'll just still say Tin. Know what I mean? That's, That's actually brilliant. Yeah, yeah. it's really good name for Well, this, this is Whopper, wait and hear this. Yeah, we're there. <laughs> the Legend. Were, I brought it up on the podcast the last time with the episode that Joe had. I was on with Joe because uh, he's a massive Lizzie head. But Brilliant good, podcast. But yeah, 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 it's a good episode. It's a good crack. That is like, like you know, fuck Joe Rogan and all. He hates <laughs> OEM. That is the best podcast I've ever listened to. The, Me and Joe Doherty. You used to think that was good? That was ah, the lads. best. No, I'm sorry. I, like I listen to podcasts. Yeah, no, like yeah, yeah. more of a movement. Like that. That was a movement. That episode. <laughs> that, episode <laughs> that was a cultural movement. <laughs> The cultural reset was that. Well, that yeah. episode walked, so this one could run. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I brought, I bring it again because on that moment, at the the end of Cowboy Song in that on the live album where he finishes Cowboy Song, goes straight into Boys are Back in Time with the oh, right chord. Yeah, it's no, insane. We'll hear it again. Fuck why not? Imagine being in the rehearsals being like, lads, I've got this idea. What if we uh, went from a deadly track into a fucking deadly track? <laughs> 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 we'll do that. Right, Snowden, have you got one? Oh, 
<laughs> Did you put the phone down and stop looking? No, I had it already. Okay. <laughs> no, this, is a, this is a rap song, I think, the lyrics. Okay, well, we'll leave it there. Uh, so tonight... <laughs> Sorry, I've only gotten you. The wordplay is genius, and I, I, I love it. Yeah, here we go. Goes hard. Like, it just, <laughs> would you not pick the 10 million million one? Yeah. <laughs> who who was that? That was uh, Epic Rappels. That was... Oh, okay, so we didn't pick the fucking TMNT one. No. Of that man, okay, I don't know, I don't know me rap or me hip-hop, but that shit fire. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I know. Right, well, that was, that was a fun song. I did not expect uh, ERB to be brought up out of nowhere. Fair play to you. Yeah, no, I was on the spot, and that was the, the first one that caught me eye. I'm like, I'm a diehard music fan, film fans, great. Okay, have you got a song you're like, eh, yeah, epic rap battle. <laughs> <laughs> the go-to. The goat-to. Unreal. Do you want to take us out of Sonic Seconds? Don't do this, Christopher Walken, if you don't mind. Yeah. Or if you are going to do it, actually do it. No, I'm not. Uh, that was Sonic Seconds. Sonic Seconds! If we're talking impre- can anyone here do impressions? Anyone have an impression in the back pocket they can do? Funny enough, I was actually going to bring this up when you were talking about <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> Scott can do the best Bill Clinton. Oh, unreal. I've actually cried laughing listening oh, to no, this. this, is, this is Scott used spot. to, like, fucking ring up delis. <laughs> And Bill Clinton and asked them what they had. <laughs> try get them, try get them to list off the things. I'm a big old grey wolf, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and and the straps. Well, well, I fucked each one of them. <laughs> right. So I'm working in the dead. I'm working in Subway. Clinton walks right. in. No, what no, do you have? He doesn't walk in. Like I rang him at three in the morning. Okay. We would be pissed drunk. Okay. We would be buckle drunk. And like <laughs> this was this just seemed like the thing. They were, oh, lads, lads, ring the deli, Bill Clinton. <laughs> like it was just Clinton so. was on the phone. Let's. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was wondering what time your delicatessen is open until. About three thirty. Well, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, son. I'll, the earliest I'll be able to get there is four a.m. We will you keep the place open for me? Unfortunately not, so that defies all protocol for us, unfortunately. Now listen here, you son of a bitch, you know, you're talking... <laughs> you're stupid shit like that. <laughs> that fucking brilliant. That's a fucking great... I love that. I, love no, that. I, like, I had such like, an out-of-pocket, out-of-nowhere impression to have as well. Yeah, Bill it used to be better, though. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was shy. Like, I used to be able to do really. I bought it. We'll, we'll, we'll ask the audience, see, like, was that a good impression? I felt like it was pretty yeah. good. Do you want to in, intro higher for that? You, you can intro the next segment, or one of the other segments... With Bill Clinton doing it, we'll do that. Oh, any other yeah. impressions? Can you buy any impressions? No, obviously, you can nail Christopher Walken. <laughs> I can't do any impression. What do you, Brand? I feel like you can do something. <coughs> Oogie? Anything? No? Nothing. Snowden. And there was Jamie O'Grady. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jamie O'Grady? Jamie O'Grady, manager. Of what? Of us. Oh, sorry. I'm going to do one impression, which is, and I've done it in the episode the last three times in a row, so I feel like it's become like a cornerstone that has to happen now each time, is my Bob Geldof impression, <laughs> which is, I was there, I'm, I'm downstairs now, and fucking, and we're just a double at the moment with a bunch of fucking idiots. I'm supposedly in the, sitting here talking with the cusp of brand new independent rock in Ireland, and to be safe, to be honest, lads, I'm fucking disappointed, right? 
I thought music was back. I thought rock was back. And if you're it, it's a sorry fucking excuse state of affairs. It's time for the boot of rest to come fucking back, right? Well, it's quarter past one in the morning. What life choices did we make to end, <laughs> to up, end up here? <laughs> Clinton's <laughs> ringing a deli and Gallup's fucking ripping off Emily Seven. Oh, <laughs> you know what we should do? Would it be a podcast for us if we fucking rang a deli? As Bill Clinton. Yeah. Oh. Has anyone prank called? <laughs> <laughs> oh, get me going. Has uh, anyone prank called on this before? Uh, never, ever, ever, oh my ever, God. ever. I think we should do a prank call segment, and it has to be now from now on. That is. That sounds really yeah. good. Right. Um, we'll, do that. we'll do another segment, and then we'll see if that feels like a good idea when we come back. Oh, right it's gonna feel like a good idea. It's gonna feel like. I good. think. Yeah. <laughs> I have a brilliant one ready to go. Like. Okay. Brilliant. Right. Okay. So let's. Uh, okay. Bring us into the next segment. It's guilty hatreds. Guilty hatreds. Nice and gravelly, really that like that. Awkward. Yeah, that was good, man. Mm. I like how you forewent the whole. This next segment is yours. I'm going to go cold and just say the name of the fucking segment for idea. Yeah. So this is guilty hatreds, where we talk about bands that we feel bad about not liking. Okay, you brought us in. Do you want to start? Feel bad about not liking. Yeah. So it's a guilty pleasure is like a band who you like. Who you like? Oh, these are terrible, but I like them. Like my one is Huey Lewis in the news. I know they're not very good, but I fucking love them. Whereas guilty hatreds is a band you feel bad about not liking. It's like everyone loves them, and you should as well. But you just don't, and it's not a band you like. You're like, oh, yeah, fuck these guys, they're shite. You're like, I should like them, but I just don't, for whatever reason. Do you have one? REM would say. Ah, oh, here. <laughs> I love them. Someone get fucking your daughter on the blower. Taken, Wait, yeah. say that question again. So it's a band you feel bad about not liking. Like you should like them, but you oh, don't. Oh no, never mind. Um, I'll come back to me. I have to think. Ground. Have you got one? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Radiohead. Really? What? Yeah. I but fucking yeah. love Radiohead. Their yeah, first Radiohead album. Radiohead are brilliant. I will say as well, Pablo Honey is often misunderstood. I think it's a great album. I just, you know what, like, I like a few Radiohead tracks, but if just, fair enough, I haven't, like, listened to some or gave them much of a chance, really, but just, uh, well, you know what, I have. I've tried listening to, like, a few albums, and it's just going, it doesn't, like, it doesn't, like, stand out to me. Like, I get that, it's, you know what I mean, it's good. Culture significant. I think one of those bands where it's kind of like, they're not, they don't hit you in the plum through like fuck yeah here we go there's this deadly solo that you go fucking mental for but you're like oh it's like subversively kind of like nice and gets hit like I liked them earlier when they're like a guitar band when they get into kind of the kid a okay computer mm. kind of like blippy stuff and kind of like ah, just kind of would win my interest a tiny bit but I think the first album's really good there's a few tracks that are kind of like Jesus and Mary Chaney I'm like cool I can get on board with that like, but again yeah. I'm not going to die in the hill for Radiohead really I'm like, was, I am. Was it, there was a comparison made that like essentially called Radiohead the Pink Floyd of like this, their generation of Britpoppers because yeah. they're technically a Britpop band which is and mental and I found like saying this yo because I was like the band's is the best Britpop album and I was like fucking Curveball yeah. but like no an brilliant inc- an incorrect Curveball in the same <laughs> different sport like, yeah Era 404 I have one oh unreal I'd say actually Tame Impala to be honest with you I've seen them live okay their shows are great but I just feel like the music that they do has been that, they've, that shit's been done like for, for 40 years over 40 years the, Tame to be Impala, honest you're dead right Tame Impala are a band that should take all my boxes it's like cool kind of 60s noises sounds kind of class produced really well dope kind of lyrics kind of spacey kind of stuff should be everything that I love I just don't I don't really get it or buy it and the fact that like every time you say Tame Impala someone has to go it's only one lad it's only yeah. one fucking lad oh, I actually yeah, I really, fucking get it I really wanted to see Tame Impala at Electric Picnic you mean Lame Impala <laughs> oh fuck that I was like I was on the cusp of fucking dying 
like that evening that was actually mental like i genuinely was too fucked i i can't actually i, I went to see for those i love and like who was that on the same it was just mustard on the same time as him or was it wolf alice or something wolf alice like, no because i remember me and brandon fucking off to something <laughs> as you <laughs> often do <laughs> we're like fuck that but uh yeah i was in a tent like dying listening to time of all like it literally like I am gone. From a field away. I, I was like, like arranging my funeral. I was like, <laughs> I'd gotten in touch with Massey's. <laughs> I'd left a few quid. <laughs> Jesus. What would you run up? Any guilty hatreds? Uh, you feel like a man who'd have plenty. You're like, fuck these lads. Well, actually, I can't think of any, like, you know what I mean? Uh, probably, I don't know, like, there's just bands that, like, it's not that I don't like, I mean, it's just I don't, I'm not interested in the music, like. Well, uh, give us a name anyway. Like, well, for, no, for the sake of the bass. Be mad on them, like you know what I mean? Like, Who? I, the 1974. Oh, yeah, no, like, I don't, just, don't, don't, just don't think they're interesting really to like me. Don't listen to them. I so through work, I when I was younger, I said on the last episode, I was kind of like, oh, fuck, they, fuck these lads, it's just dopey shite, whatever. And then the person I work with and work who's mad into them, they play a few of the tracks. I'm like, I've actually got used to like working to that music and like chocolate and that in the background. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fun, I can get on board with that. But that's because I'm just old and redundant at this point, so we don't really give a shit. <laughs> um, I, I've done too many guilty hatreds so far. Um, but what about you, Snowden? Any guilty hatreds? <laughs> <laughs> any guilty any epic rap battles that you should like but you think are shite yeah the TMNT one <laughs> you didn't like that one uh, like, I feel it fell far <laughs> to the fact that it was it's like, like a very new one or something like, we haven't seen this I think it's him and the Da Vinci it's the one it was oh. big it was big on TikTok for a while I just enjoyed it like, I, when it came out first I was like this is fucking deadly and then it obviously had like a moment online where it was fucking massive and I was like oh great now dopes think it's class I used to think it was cool there's a dead one where Snoop Dogg's Moses or something like that isn't it yeah mm. there's a great one where it's Lego Star Wars versus Lego Harry Potter that's fucking cool oh, yeah actually that's, that's kinky the Batman and fucking Sherlock Holmes now leaving guilty hatreds nobody <laughs> I feel Right now, there's one I didn't say it is uh, because I didn't say it is because it's, it's one where I just tell a story from work. It's called Work Farce. So you want to talk me into Work Farce? It is Work Farce. Not Bill Clinton though. We got Work Farce. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Bill. Work farce is where I just talk about instances in work where just shit goes fucking wrong and it's horrible. Um, I have a work farce quickly, but I want to tell another one that some, someone else that had a work farce that impacted my work. Where I work in a zero waste health food shop and we have like stuff in big white tubs. We sell like flour and nuts and sweets and all that kind of shit. But we also sell like baking powder and bicarbonate of soda and like Atlantic sea salt and Epsom salt, which is like bath salts and things like that. And last week in work, we get in these four big plastic bags, big. Long, big kind of plastic bags that have like you know a lot of the time this, these products come from other countries that have like different names like the nutritional yeast comes in it's called hefeflocken because it comes from the Netherlands and things like that so a lot of times they come in with different ran- random names so you just cross them off the other list and go right that's that bag granica okay, cool that's what we know we know what it is fine so we're checking out these different bags one's Atlantic sea salt one of them's Epsom salt one of them's bacon powder and then the other one just says sodium something and we're like that's obviously bicarbonate of soda like sodium bicarbonate nothing untoward about that grand None of us uh, are like in a science field at all, except for this new girl, Neve, who started working about two or three weeks ago. And she points at the bag and goes, um, there's like a weird hand burny acidity warning sign on the side of that bag. And I'm like, okay, but like, whatever, we're just going to... I had it in the line of stuff to be filled into the white tubs. And uh, she's like, yeah, no, that, I just checked on the side. That's like sodium hydroxide. That's painfully toxic. Like if that gets in your hands, you're fucked. And if you ingest it, you're going to fucking die. 
was like, oh really? You're about to sell this to people. I was like, yeah, I was about to sell it in a zero waste. I'm like, oh my, get, hop on this stuff. It's fucking great. Like, he about to cause mass genocide. Yeah, around yeah. my <laughs> <laughs> fucking know. So I was following and be like, I'm about to put this. Like, don't open that bag. Don't touch it. If it gets in your skin, you're fucked. And if you ingest it, you're brown bread. Like, you're fucked. And um, I was like, oh shit. So the manager got in touch with the company. was like, um, did you sell us a bag of sodium hydroxide? Like 20 kgs of sodium hydroxide by accident. And they were like, oh my fucking God. We didn't know where that went. Do not put that on sale. Wrap it in plastic. We'll pick it up in like an hour. So fucking sorry. But some agent in a distillery unit for like sending out fucking chemicals to companies sent out a bag full of white shit that was absolutely toxic to a shop who takes it out of the bag, gets rid of the warning signs and just puts it in a white tub to be put on general sale. Would have absolutely killed a rake of heads, which is a bad day at the office. The possibility yeah. of that is so fucking imagine, scary. imagine going into like a zero waste health food shop and being like, Oh, I'm gonna get some bicarbonate of soda to cook a bit of bread at home. Next thing you're all foaming at the mouth like you fucking chewed a cyanide pill. Like, they're all folks, yeah. That's mental. Imagine being the lad who's like, Hey, Barry, did you send off? I did, yeah. Well, they're dead. <laughs> There's something so brilliant about like wanting to be healthy and then just getting fucking like rinsed. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that's my work for some fucking cunt sent absolute poison to us, which is pretty fucking shit day to have. Uh, but yeah, Bill takes out of work for us. I'm a big old grey wolf, and this is uh, the end of work for us. Nice. So we now we get to a segment called Have I Got Tunes for You? Do you want to bring us in, Brando? Uh, have I Got Tunes for You? You're very welcome to Have I Got Tunes For You, who we all recommend an album we think you should listen to and we think you might enjoy. Do you want to kick us off? Have you an album to recommend? Uh, handy one, Rumours with Fleetwood Mac, can I? Oh, do you mean oh, the album that fucking no one's ever heard ever? Nice independent <laughs> pick there from Brandon. Uh, actually, uh, uh, a guitarist of like, uh, plays with hands in my Guthrie Govan, a rock cakes. Is, uh, Tim Tim's Mike, what's his name? Uh, Guthrie Govan. Guthrie uh, Govan? Yeah. Nice. GG. GG, no re. I said Guthrie Govan. Okay, so you went from Fleetwood Mac to probably the most fucking like unheard of guitarist I've ever come across in my life. <laughs> Fair fucks, you probably went from like I'm going to go from Fleetwood Mac to the Hans Zimmer's guitarist with an album from him. Do you know what the album name is? No, uh, it's a uh, Rotter Cakes. Rotter Cakes. Erotic Cakes. Erotic like, Cakes. Horny Cakes. Like. No, <laughs> like kinky. A spermy flan. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, but uh, no, it's deadly. And actually, one of the songs on it is called "Wonderful Slippery Thing." Oh, but, uh, no, it's daddy. Look, it's just uh, yeah, it's just good to, to hear them. It's like impossible it, shit to play. Is it like soundtrack stuff, or is it like virtuosic kind of like just? Yeah, just like yeah, virtuosic shit. Like, like he's just like ripping for just, like an hour straight. Like it's <laughs> fucked. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, it's just weird to like like even the sound, some of the sounds he's playing and all that. Like and the way he's he's picking and shit like that. Like you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to imagine how it would look. Never mind. Like it does. Like it's just fucking unreal. Uh, it sounds like just a hundred delays are going off the same time he's playing that quick. Unreal. Fair play to him. Fucking savage. Uh, I've got a quick album. It's a band called Charlie Bliss. Did we come across them? No? no. I think they're, I don't know if they're like a, like, I can't figure out really what the history is. I don't know if they're like a mid 2000s band, like a 90s kind of band, but it's really good, kind of like crunchy, kind of power pop stuff oh, with nice. um, a female vocalist that has a really cool voice. I think the album is called. Sorry, the internet, that's fucked. Um, the album is called uh, Tin Lizzy Live and Dangerous. No, sorry. <laughs> P, have you ever talked about doing like ASMR streams? Uh, no, because imagine, imagine this AM, ASMR. Imagine this being like right in your ear, like it'd be fucking. 
the sound of this actual the cadence of this voice and this accent in this locality in your ear on this sense delicious and mired to myself I love this enemy of voice but uh, but they've an album called Guppy from 2017 uh, and Guppy is a very stupid word and there's a fish on the cover which is very clearly a goldfish so whoever did the fucking cover didn't get the fucking brief because uh, I don't think a guppy is a goldfish uh, but the album's really I, good I actually you know what I actually think a baby goldfish is called a guppy I'm going to have to Jimmy can we fact, fact check that we actually fact check this what so I, is I a hope guppy? these have pulled like the wool over your eyes. Oh man, I love getting wool pulled over my eyes. A guppy, a small live bearing freshwater fish widely kept in aquaria, native to tropical America. It has been introduced elsewhere to control mosquito larvae. So they're working hard, but they're them's no goldfish. No goldfish. Sorry. What is <laughs> no, a but guppy? guppy is a fish, so we're kind of like. Close enough. Close enough. Step step to the king. You're going to get humbled, man. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> uh, but. The album's really good. There's a song called Percolator's Great. It's a track called Bl- Glitter's really good. A track called Ruby, really fun. And it's actually quite a short listen as well. It's only like, I don't know, 31, 32 minutes long, which is a nice time for an album. I feel kind of a daunt when an album. It's a bit like when you're trying to start to watch a TV show and you see like there's 10 seasons, 28 episodes a season. You're like, fuck me, this it's is not a commitment. At all. Well, like, again, if the show's really good, it's kind of, you're kind of like the weight of having to get into this is kind of tough. Same with like an album. An album's like an hour and 10 or like 52 minutes. You're like, fucking hell, this is going to be a fucking slog. Like, it's like. I want to listen to this while I'm like having brekkie rather than I have to sit down and actually put time aside. Like you can listen to a half an hour album accidentally. I mean, that was kind of good rather than like an hour where you have to fucking sit through it. Like, but um, yeah, what do we do? Any albums to recommend? No, the um, the La Planet Sauvage soundtrack, the original score. The Planet Sauvage. La Planet Sauvage. What's that? It's a it's like a French animated movie from the seventies. Oh, nice. And they have like a Pink Floyd type score. That's pretty cool. And is, it, is, it, is it like a band who did it, or was it like just, just like soundtrack heads? Yeah, Clarky, have you got an album for us? I actually came. You got your hood up, which is interesting. I came across this album uh, by Julie Cruz. Oh, from uh, Twin Peaks. She sings. Um, what's the name of the track? Into the night. Is that the, is that the song she sings in Twin Peaks? I think it is. Yeah. Rocking, rocking down inside my heart is the track she sings in Twin Peaks. No, in like. Uh, it's all spooky and they're playing her song. Could be it, but there's a moment where she sings. Fuck. She, I know she died recently, but it's Julie with two E's at the end, like a legend. Um, Very coincidental that you know that she died. Rocking back inside <laughs> my heart was the big, uh, the big track in Twin Peaks that she like performs with the big, with Is that like. In the original? Huh? Is that in the, the return or in the original? I've only seen the first two seasons. Oh, yeah, never mind. I haven't peaked f- past the first two. The <laughs> Twin Peaks peaked at the end of season two. But I uh, know Julie Cruz, unreal. So you listen to Julie Cruz? Yeah. Becky loved to hear that. Came into, like, just found this album, Floating Into the Night. And I had it on one day, and I was like, I was like, I was like, clean it. I was just like floating with the gaff. And it was like, it was getting weird in some points. And I was just like, what the fuck? I wasn't expecting this. And completely flipped it, because I was like, almost going to turn it off. It's like, actually, this is brilliant. So yeah, that's Julie that. Cruz. Yeah, it was was it floating into Float, the night. I was just steaming into the night, <laughs> <laughs> floating into the night. That's fucking deadly. Unreal. I'm fucking out of that. Okay, what have you got? The albums uh, is this is the Izar by Dive. They're like a modern kind of shoegaze indie band. Oh, but that album's very nice. It's very nice on the ears. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Really, it's a nice album. You should listen to by Dive. But yeah, D I I V. D I I V. The See, I would pronounce that as Div. <laughs> there you go. What's the album called? Uh, is the is is our is the is our. Wow. Okay. 
Imagine yeah, there's like, a good tune on it called Take, uh, Take Your Time. Take your, oh, I see it there. Yeah, deadly. It must be weird when you're like, okay, we're going to call the album Is The Is Are. And then like when you're on like the press release tour, we're like, what's the album called? Uh, is The Is Are. And they're like, <laughs> brilliant. How do I type that down? <laughs> right. Scott, what about you? What have you got for us? Um, there's an album, there's a band called Pale Seas. Nice. And they have, a song, they have an album called Stargazing for Beginners. And it's just kind of real, like... I love that album title. It's a fucking great title. It's nice, isn't it? That's it. And it, you know what? The song's kind of, like, suit that title as well. It's a very kind of, like, dreamy kind of, like... Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. It's like a gorgeous kind of constructed piece of, like, work. And it's like a... Oh, it's just lovely. It's, it's lovely. I've not really listened to much yes, else by the band. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've not really listened to much else by the band. But that album in itself, I was like... Amazed when I, you know, because I've never, like, they're small enough as far as now, and I was just like, Jesus, this is like so, like, heavy. Oh, really? That, that was, uh, have I got tunes for you? I love them. I think they're great. Scott thinks they're fucking vile. Don't waste a sip on him. Very dangerous thought that I had, like, when I first tried alcohol, you know what I mean? Like, had it, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is great. It gives me more confidence. I should, I should do, do this, this all the time. Do this every day for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a great tweet. That I thought it was really funny. It's really simple. From like, <laughs> like going out drinking tonight. Can't wait. Literally shaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the worst I've seen. I remember Baldy McDonough. There was a video of Brighton. and it was oh, poor Baldy. I saw Baldy get hit by a car once. <laughs> This was so bleak, it was like... Fair, he hit it first. Yeah, he's as big as, as big as a bull, strong as an ox. Everyone knows Baldy can box. <laughs> he had a... It was a video, right? And he was like, I haven't had a drink all morning. <laughs> I was like, that's a quote nobody should be saying. Like. <laughs> that's what I heard was I was out uh, fucking a while back in Cabin over Christmas. And um, someone was like, I'm not drinking tonight. I'll just have a Guinness. I'm not even being funny. I am like a bit of a lightweight. Like I can drink a lot, but I'd be fucked. But do you ever have times where it surprises you? Man, I remember on Paddy's Day, I, I was sitting down. Like this is wow. No, 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 <laughs> no. But like this was like, like t- it felt like a tame enough Paddy's Day. I was, I was in Sligo. I was with, Ka- I was with Callum and Daniel, Callum's family. Hours passed, and seemingly we had about seven, eight points. And I was like, fuck, man, I'm actually grand. But I'm not grand simultaneously. <laughs> so then it was like, all right. You're Schrodinger's drunkard. Yeah, food, and then I think we went somewhere else. But like, surprised. I didn't know I could keep that much drink in me. <laughs> Fucking fair play, Dan. Hollow legs. Yeah. Anyhow, so we ready for the prank calls. I was sent the lads upstairs while we went for our Jimmy Riddle. I've never done a prank call in my life. I can't wait to be in the presence of one. I've never been Jesus. a cheeky cunt growing up, and I can't oh, wait Jesus to be Like, I was a merchant for this on Xbox. <laughs> I was a merchant for it. Like, right, so we're going to the prank call land. What are we going to, what can we call this? Um, this is a. What's what do you think of like a funny title for it though? Prank call. Prank call the lads having the crack. Lads, <laughs> there we go. Lads, that's lads. that's it. off the dome. Like that's it. It's just me. Or, oh, you can't get a signal down here. Yeah, geez, that's never a good sign. No, I'm not letting you give my fucking. Oh shit! I only have one. How do you set it to private? Oh wait, wait, I'm here. Unreal. I know Scott's uh, acting the bollocks when I get a like private phone call. <laughs> Mm. And I'm always like, oh, so I don't really want to answer this. And then I answer it, and it's just like, what's up? And it's like, fuck, what were you at that your number's on private? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, me and Callum were like, prank, prank all the people. No, no, we're going to ring the butchers from Tala, and we're going to ask them if the butchers from Tala still open. No, man, but no one's going to answer this. <laughs> Hello? 
sponsor. Right, there's a lunatic that you used to work with. <laughs> 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 like, who could we actually ring? Yeah, Pete's Place Pub. Yeah, Pete's Place or Pub, they're going to be open. Yeah, Probably that's why we've a good one today. Right, man. I have this number. I don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where we even got this number. Right? Oh no, actually, you know, I do have a good one. I do have a good one today. Right, McDonald's, Blanchardstown's twenty-four hours. So wait and see this. Wait and see this. <laughs> D- this is a good one to do. This is actually. Uh, how's it going? I was just wondering, is there a manager that I'd be able to speak yeah. to? Hello? Hello? Yeah. I was just wondering, is there a manager that I'm able to speak to? Yeah, you're speaking to one. Yeah, how's it going? Um, my name is Scott. I was in for an interview there during the week, um, and I was supposed to be actually starting in the morning. Um, I'm just ringing up to say that um, I, I actually won't be able to make it in tomorrow morning. Well, uh, what's the problem? Um, I'm going to be honest with you, like, I'm supposed to be in early, and like, as you can see, it is 2 in the morning, do you know what I mean? Yeah, what time are you supposed to be in? I think it was nine. Did I know in our ten? I think I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but there isn't a reason why you can't come in. It's just that it's still in the morning, and you don't want to come in at ten. Like, even if we could get in a bit later. Oh, I um, like I can't, like I can't change your shift. Obviously, the set shift that you're given. And obviously there's someone going to be, like, scheduled in with you to train you. Yeah, yeah. Would there not even, like, the way it's enforced, would there not be, like, a bit of leeway around, no? No, like, unfortunately it doesn't work like that. Like, you're scheduled for a shift, so you should be sent in for that time for a shift. Like, do I get to keep the job or, like, what's the crack? So, like, you need to show up to work on your first day. Right, but, like... I was about to say, I just speak to the manager. That would be so uncomfortable, I hated that. <laughs> no, that was great. We just annoyed somebody. I'm not sure I like that at all. But like, at what stage did she realise when you were like, it's two in the morning? She was like, is this, this isn't a prank call. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, no. The thing that we had, like, manager, right? Just someone's supposed to be starting tomorrow. Like, yeah, you should be in, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not an ocean like that. Like, no one's supposed to start tomorrow. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. What's your good one, Daniel? Can I use your phone? Yeah. I don't have any credit. Why are we doing I don't have any credit. Sorry, lad. It's not fucking 2006 <laughs> and three mobiles so fucking knocking around. Well, like, it'd be calls right now. Right now, it'd be calls. Come on. I don't want to be fucking attached to this at all. He's getting cut out. Yeah. Ah, now we have to add this in. This is the best part. <laughs> you should even, like, open Wait, it sh- up. Sh- sh- hey, what's crack? Can I place an order for a collection, please? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, could I just get a pizza, please? Yeah. Yeah. So what type of pizza are you looking for? Small, large, medium? Uh, could I just get the medium one, please? Yeah. What type of you like on the pizza? Oh, just, just a pizza. Just a pizza. Just cheese, yeah? Yeah, yeah, just pizza, just a pizza. So just plain cheese, yeah? Yeah, yeah, just a pizza. Could I, wait, wait, could I actually get another pizza as well? Yeah. Yeah. So what type of like another pizza? Uh, could I get that one, a large, please? Yeah. Yeah. So what 
pizza you looking for like what talking just a, just like just a pizza just plain pizza just a pizza so you don't want any topping on it no 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 i, I do i just i, I just want the pizza Topping, you know, just want cheese on it. Just, just, just the pizza. Okay, no problem. Yeah. One medium, one large, yeah. One medium, one large. No, no problem. Collection, yeah. Yeah, please. Yeah, could I, could I, could I add a garlic bread to that as well? Yeah. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. lads. He wants along with like. Let's wrap it up now. Have we had a nice time with the podcast? Yeah. Great time. It was a brilliant time. We, we, yeah, we had a lot of fun. It was, um, it was very eye-opening and uh, it taught me a lot It was myself. a spiritual experience. I didn't taught know me a lot about myself and I think more so. Whatever about me, but it taught me a lot more about those around me. I, actually, I thought it was magical and I actually found out a lot about us on this journey together. Cause I think we magical. covered an awful lot of ground and we got to recap on some nice memories. We got to make some new fun ones as well. And I got to see a side of you. Like So far, all my experiences with you guys so far has been very positive. And we changed that tonight. Just <laughs> 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 fucking quick stuff. Prank calling people. <laughs> yes, it's funny. Just like they're on my show making bits of themselves. I had fun with you on. Some great crack. Hopefully it's his eye open. I didn't realise he's like loved the Joe Doherty episode that much. Like I'm not. Like, I can't tell him that because I'll just inflate the ego. That's already at a point of like maximum critical capacity. I but think we've all actually texted Joe about that yeah, podcast. Is there any? Is there any hard copies available? Like you can make any CDs? I can give physicals. you. I can give you the raw order if you wanted. Oh, yeah. Just me and Joe in the bed slowly getting pissed over the course of an hour and a half. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't realise like how much changed after that the podcast. That episode with me and Joe. Well, that was just the most innocuous thing that ever that, happened. That was like the two lads sat down and talked for an hour. No, that it was, was brilliant. Really, though. Changed pop culture, changed yep. the way people dressed, <laughs> the way we talk, and even the most important. The way we think. The way we think. The way we love. Yeah. The way we behave. No fair <laughs> folks. Right. So what's next for you? Sorry, oh, I forgot. to bring up as well uh, going forward he's literally play, playing in Mount Joy prison tomorrow as well yeah what are the thoughts on that now is I this the first day of the sentence or is this the going away do or what's the story this is a bit mad that's what this is this yeah is <laughs> actually playing two prisoners like it's not like oh it's not a venue anymore we're just play, it's like a gig on you're playing two yeah, prisoners yeah, oh yeah, yeah convicted yeah. criminals to the cons yeah yes. you think that's the, the demographic for you lads is convicted criminals they're progression you know could so. be yeah, like well, it's a rehabilitation center. People to be make mistakes. Pe- people make look. They've already been punished for the crime. Yeah, and, and this is the final punishment. Is getting the fucking CE lads playing. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not being funny. Everyone here has consumed a drug of some kind. They got it from a drug dealer. So that's all I'm saying. On the matter. You're not wrong. Fair play. Yeah. <laughs> but like, is it a festival thing? Is it like a headline show for yourselves? Or what's the story with it? Uh, like, how do prison? Will Our White is the owner, isn't he? Yeah, Will Our White. God. Sorry, he was on Tommy Tiernan's show fucking last night. Was he? Was he? I saw him. I was sat at home with mum and dad watching it. And they were like, who's this lad? And I was like, I don't know. And Tommy didn't know either. But then they kept talking. And I was like, oh, his name was Willow White. And he's playing with you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Great head He's doing comedy. <laughs> yeah, Unreal. That's a mad. Fair crack. I'm yeah. actually really looking forward it's to got, it. Yeah, it's going to be so fucking he playing fun. before you or Rafty is? Um, we, we're, we're last on. Are we? We're technically headlining a oh. prison. Headlining a joy prison. <laughs> Yo, for one night only. <laughs> right. Time for the sign off. Okay. Are we ready for our time to end on this episode, guys? Well, I'm kind of sad, to be it's honest. Very this was sad. fucking very good fun. It was good crack to sit down with the boys and have a chat. You can't go wrong. So, I've been Pete. I've been Callum. I've been Daniel. I've been Oggie. I've been Scott. We've been Brandon. And we're here at episode 39 of Higher Fidelity, wishing you a very happy Valentine's Day and reminding you to be rooting. Tooting. Be scooting. Scabooting. Always be shooting. And most importantly, be, be kind. kind.
Fair play. We're done. Right. Bedtime. Bedtime. It's fucking two o'clock in the morning, lads. 